Hey there, just a quick note before we start today's show. If you are interested in starting the new year with getting your mentor coaching taken care of, being able to work with other fabulous coaches like yourself to build those muscles, to learn more about the updated competencies, which by the way, we're going to be talking a little about in today's show. There are a few spaces left in the mentor program that I will be beginning in January. So go to starcoachshow.com forward slash mentor. That's starcoachshow.com forward slash mentor to get information about that program. It's one of my favorite programs to run. I've literally mentored hundreds of coaches towards their their credential or their recredential. So if you're interested in joining us, we'd love to have you. It's a great time. That's starcoachshow.com slash mentor. And now let's go to today's show. This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 218. When we create and maintain an ongoing reflective practice that enhances our coaching, then I think that we're there more aware of and open to the influence of context and culture on ourselves and on others. When we create a time and a practice of going within and becoming more aware of what's happening for us in our belief system, in our practices, in the way that we, the lens that we look at things through, and we do some reflection around that. We are therefore more aware of and open to how are we being influenced by context and culture? And how might things be influencing our client? What can we What questions can we ask? What lens can we look through to become more aware of that? Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Happy New Year and welcome to the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. And as we move into a new year, my hope for all of you is that you are able to move into this year in good health and well-being, that you experience peace and prosperity. This last year was very challenging, and those challenges that came up in 2020 are certainly not resolved yet. And it is my sincere wish for all of you that you are able to move into this year making the impact that you would like to have, creating the change that's important to you, while staying healthy and whole the entire time. So thank you for being a part of the Star Coach Show. And I also hope that the Star Coach Show can help you in the goals that you're setting for this new year. 
each week we focus on something to help create a prosperous business, a foundation to what you're building, skills that you can strengthen, or impact that you can have in organizations. So I hope that you continue to come each week. It's my commitment to you that we will continue to bring these fabulous guests to you and content that is impactful and informative for you. Now in today's show, we're going to dive into some key components of our own preparation as coaches and mindset in how we show up as a coach partner. We're going to explore how we can embody a coaching mindset and some specifics around what we do to embody a coaching mindset. Now, today I'm going to do a solo show. It's been a while. And as I was looking over how long it's been since I've done a solo show, I know it's because I have all these fabulous guests that want to get in front of you and I want to share their wisdom with you, but I've really missed one-on-one time with the audience. And when a topic really resonates with me, I want to share. And this topic really resonates with me. I also wanted to get back into the core competencies and touch on those with you in the skill building kinds of shows. And so that's what sort of led to my decision to do today's show solo on the solo basis. And what we're going to do is we're going to explore those elements that we can be committed to doing as we create new commitments for ourselves each year. And maybe these are things that you're already doing that we can just reinforce for you. So as we think about the topic for today, I'd like to start with just a quick history to get us all on the same page. Now, the International Coaching Federation was established in the mid-90s, and in 1998, they developed the core competencies for the first time, and they were created to support a greater understanding of how we partner with our clients within the coaching profession as defined by the ICF. Now, I completely understand that not everybody listening is an ICF certified coach. And I still imagine that we're all invested in being the best partner we can be for our clients. And in that, an exploration of the competencies can provide a strong foundation for how we show up as a coach. So whether you're an ICF certified coach or not, I hope you stay as we explore the mindset work that we can do in our journey to be the best coach that we can be. Now, those competencies were first developed in 1998. And then in November of 2019, an updated core competencies model was released. The first time that that model had been updated since 1998. The updated competencies, if you are all, you know, you're through school and you've been coaching for a while, you might not even know that there were some updated competencies, which is another good reason to touch on them today. Plus, you might not have had the opportunity to really explore them. Now, the competencies are grouped into four domains, foundation, co-creating the relationship, communicating effectively, and cultivating learning and growth. 
None of those domains are more important than any of the other ones. They're all sort of intertwined with one another and all core and critical to our competencies as coaches. What I love about the updated competencies is that the flavor is just slightly different. There's a real focus on the autonomy and capability of our clients, even though that has always been the case in in coaching. I think that there's a real emphasis on that in these new updated competencies. And the partnership, the, the masterful partnership between the coach and the client in exploration and maximizing the personal and professional potential within the client. That's reflected throughout these updated competencies. So when we think through that lens, I was really excited to see a new addition to the competencies that wasn't in the former competencies, and it's found in the foundation domain. It focuses on the work that we have to do as coaches to be able to, once again, show up as the best possible partner for our clients. When we embody a coaching mindset, which is the new competency, we develop and maintain a mindset that is open, curious, flexible, and client-centered. So think about your mindset and what we need to do to clear things out of the way, to show up in a way that we truly can be open, that we can stay curious, move in the moment with the client with flexibility, and be completely client-centered. The first step in that, or the first sort of subcategory under embodying a coaching mindset is that we as coaches acknowledge that our clients are responsible for their own choices. And that can actually be hard sometimes. It can be, I certainly hear a lot from coaches as they go through training, you know, Meg, what if I know what my client should be doing? And they're not making that choice. They're not doing what I think that they really, or that I know that they need to be doing. Or, And, you know, I wasn't happy with the choice that my my client made. Well, when we are fully believing, as Master Certified Coach Molly Gordon said in her episode with me, we don't just think, okay, clients are whole, resourceful, and creative, because I'm kind of told as a coach that I have to believe that. We truly believe it down to our bones that our clients are whole, resourceful, and creative then we can certainly hold up that mirror, ask those questions, both support and challenge our clients through questions that expand possibilities for them, that get them to think about different options. But ultimately, or I should say, and ultimately, our clients are responsible for their own choices and they will learn and grow from the choices that they make. And you as the coach might be surprised at what they gain through the choices that they make. In my opinion, in order to kind of hold that space that we really acknowledge that our clients are responsible for their own choices, then we need to do the work that's in the other seven pieces underneath embodies a coaching mindset. And that begins 
with engaging in ongoing learning and development ourselves as a coach. As Teresa Poole said in her interview about transformational coaching, as coaches, we shouldn't lounge on the coach couch and just be comfortable with what we know and always do things the same way. We ourselves need to be learning and growing and challenging our own growth. So what is it that lights you up? What do you want to learn about that would make you that much more curious, invested, engaged as a coach? Maybe it's mentoring. Maybe it's working with another coach or group of coaches around your skill set, around how to apply the competencies. Maybe there's a continuing education that you've been really eager to learn more about or an assessment that really lights you up. Part of staying true to our coaching mindset is engaging in ongoing learning and development as a coach. And just as a side note, don't forget that if you are a credentialed coach, it's your responsibility to get 40 hours of continuing education over a three-year span. So I'd encourage you to think now, like, what is it that I want to gain within that, within that three years that's going to help me be an even better coach? And if you're an ACC coach, part of that isn't going to include 10 hours of mentoring. Now, the next items underneath embodying a coaching mindset are so key in us being able to once again manage our own mind, our own body, our own way that we show up. And and I can't say enough how excited I am that that these have been added to the competencies. We want to do several things. And I'm going to just kind of read these off, but then go to what I think is going to help us do that. So we want to remain aware of and open to the influence of context and culture on self and others. We also want to use awareness of self and one's intuition to benefit clients. And then develop and maintain the ability to regulate our emotions. Those three right there, I think, are absolutely enhanced by the need to develop an ongoing reflective practice to enhance our coaching. So let me kind of say that again. When we create and maintain an ongoing reflective practice that enhances our coaching, then I think that we're there more aware of and open to the influence of context and culture on ourselves and on others. When we create a time and a practice of going within and becoming more aware of what's happening for us in our belief system, in our um practices in in the way that we the lens that we look at things through and we do some reflection around that we are therefore more aware of and open to how are we being influenced by context and culture and how might 
things be influencing our client? What can we, what questions can we ask? What lens can we look through to become more aware of that? When we are more reflective and aware of what's going on within, then we can be more aware of ourselves and our intuition, what's coming up for us and how can we potentially offer that as a way of benefiting the client, allowing the client to accept or reject. But when we're, we're in that practice of ref- when we're in a reflective practice, I believe we're more tuned into our intuition. Not that our intuition is fact, but that it might be offering something that we offer to the client if appropriate. And then that concept of developing and maintaining the ability to regulate our emotions. We all come with our baggage. You know, I have been working in the field of some kind of helping profession for over 30 years now, over 20 years as a coach, over 20 years as a therapist, and 12 years as a coach. And I got to tell you, I have rarely met someone who isn't impacted by their own baggage, who doesn't have something that that influences them from within, from their past, from their belief system, from their model of the world. So when we are able to use a reflective practice, whether that's journaling, maybe yoga, walking, exercise, meditation, prayer, whatever that reflective practice is that you choose to use, it is going to help you figure out and tap into the kinds of things that are going on inside you. If you have a history of a critic that creates a need for you to give value and to impress and to be the best you can be, and that influences the way that you show up with curiosity and openness because you feel like you have to have the answers, then that internal reflective practice and your awareness of yourself and your ability to regulate those emotions are going to be key to be able to set those to the side and focus in presence on being there for the client in curiosity and openness and flexibility. So if we think about the re- what the research shows us, even in, let's say, the benefits of mindfulness and reflection, there are things like stress reduction, reduced rumination, decreased things like anxiety and depression, less emotional reactivity, and increased effective emotional regulation. All the kinds of things that we're being asked to do as a mindful coach can certainly be helped through the reflective practice and that increased awareness of ourselves. That whole concept of physician, heal thyself. Well, coach, pay attention to what's going on with you as you move into partnership with your clients. Other benefits of mindfulness and reflective practice include things like increased focus, more cognitive flexibility, improved memory, 
All these things are things that can help you be more effective as a coach and really embody that coaching mindset. It's just so neat how it all clicks together. All the puzzle pieces come together. And the fact that the ICF included these in our competencies, I think is just shows the forward thinking of the organization and how as a world, we want to show up as a particular way as a coaching body. And each of us embodying a coaching mindset is going to help with that. When we think about being aware of how we're influenced, I think that acknowledging to ourselves that we have a context that we're thinking through or that we are looking through a particular lens, once we acknowledge to ourselves that that's happening, once we acknowledge it, we're able to set it to the side and get back to focusing on the client, which is absolutely key to acknowledging that our clients are responsible for their own choices. Now, there are two more elements under embodying a coaching mindset that I want to bring forward and just give you food for thought. One of them is mentally and emotionally preparing for sessions. Now, that might be different for each person, how you are going to mentally and emotionally prepare for a session. But as I mentioned earlier, if you're coming into a session, maybe overwhelmed from a a busy day that you've had, what do you need to do to recenter and focus on this particular client that you're going into a session with? What do you need to release? What intention can you set for the session that you're about to have? What do you need to do to get connected with the client that you're about to engage with? When we have emotions that are interfering with the way that we show up, we might need to take some deep breaths and recenter as we enter into a session. And then the final piece that I would encourage you to think about is one particularly important when we are solopreneurs. Many of you listening are solopreneurs. Maybe you feel isolated as a coach. You are, you know, seeing your clients, doing your thing, but really relatively isolated from the coaching community. And therefore, maybe do not reach out and ask for help when you might need ideas on how you're working with somebody. Or if you're working with a client who you believe needs another service outside of coaching, that you're willing to seek help from outside sources as necessary. As a therapist, I was in a practice with other therapists, and it made it easier if if I was struggling with a particular client and what was going on, I could do a consult with one of my partners in the practice and explore avenues for working with that client. Certainly, if that client needed medication, I was going to refer to a, a psychiatrist. If they needed inpatient treatment, I was going to refer to a hospital. If they needed some kind of benefit through the state, I would link them up with social services. It's the same kind of thing in coaching. What kind of help might your client need that 
you're responsible to reach out and get new information for yourself as a coach. Maybe do a consult with another coach if there's a particular resource that your client needs or you're you're feeling like you're spinning and you're not getting traction. How can you reach out potentially and, and connect with another coach? Maybe you are thinking that your client needs a referral for a therapist or for for a business consultant. So part of what we do as a coach partner is to connect our client with other sources as needed or as a professional, we seek information and additional help if we need that as a coach partner. So as I've said before, I think that this new competency is just so rich in what it sets us up to think about and how we prepare in the coaching partnership. And that's why this is in the foundation domain of the competency. We build the foundation of showing up ethically and embodying a coaching mindset as the foundational competencies that then move into co-creating the relationship by establishing and maintaining agreements and move into the rest of the competencies from there. So that is just a little overview of embodying the coaching mindset. I would love to hear from you how this new addition to the updated competencies impacts you, how it potentially helps you set the stage to be in the coach partnership that you want to be in. And and I just, I've enjoyed spending time with you today exploring this element of the core competencies. So with that being said, I want to A, remind you that if in fact you are in a place of wanting to grow those coaching muscles or explore more of the competencies, then continue into co-creating the relationship, which embodies, establishes, and maintains agreements, cultivates trust and safety, and maintains presence. The third domain, communicating effectively, includes listens actively and evokes awareness, followed by the fourth domain of cultivating learning and growth, which includes facilitates clients' growth. Thank you for being a part of the show today as we did a deep dive into what embodies a coaching mindset involves. And I hope that you're walking away with something that you're committed to doing within that competency that will help you be more centered and focused and have that coaching mindset when you partner with your clients. Now, as we wrap up our show today, I want to invite you back next week as I am visiting with Sarah Santa Croce. She is in Switzerland, and we are going to be talking about heart-centered marketing, what we can do to engage with our clients in a way that feels genuine and authentic, 
I know we've had shows about similar things before, but Sarah brings a special slant to that. And I think you'll really enjoy what she shares with us next week as we focus on heart-centered marketing. If you are enjoying the show, couple things. Could you share the show with somebody that you know would enjoy it as well? That would be awesome. Leave a rate and review wherever you listen to the show so more coaches can find us. And subscribe wherever you listen so that you never miss an episode. I will continue to bring the Star Coach show to you and I appreciate you being a listener. So until next week, this is Meg Brenchler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Happy 2021 and have a great week.